Hello, welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma. Today, I'm with Salih Guler. I think we just practiced a couple times before the show, but maybe I'll never get that correct. Uh, he is a developer advocate over at AWS, uh, advocating for AWS Amplify. Welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, as we discussed before, I mean, I've been trying to get a hold of somebody at AWS for some time. I have a connection over here. And I believe the guy actually said directly, hey, I know somebody, AWS Amplify, you know, can I uh, can hook you up. And that till now, still no no peep, no nothing. Um, but we, yeah, we have another mutual connection, which is uh, he's been able to get a couple of really great guests on, of course, including you. So thank you to to him. It's uh, his name is also quite different, right? Uh, Kaga. Chata. I'm sure. Chata, yeah, 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 but it's pronounced C A. It's written C A G A, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very deceiving, but yeah, Chata, yes, Chata is. I'm happy that you can say his name properly. Um, yeah, Chata has been fantastic. I mean, he's a big fan of the show. I apologize, I still haven't learned your your name properly, Chata. Uh, he was a fantastic guest, and then again, he's been helping us get lots of uh, guests on here, including yourself. But enough talking about Chata for once. Although we all want to talk about Chata. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about, you know, who are you, right? So, um, you know, what is your history? Like, how'd you get started in the programming anyways? Yeah, so, hello again, one more time, everyone. I'm Sally. I am one of the developer advocates for the Amplify team. I have been developing mobile applications for a long time now. Everything started when I was in the college. We started with native Android. And around the third quarter of, 2017 or so when Flutter was alpha, we've been contacted by some agency program and said, hey, do you want to try this out? And we tried the Google out on one of our clients and we were quite happy about it. So since almost like, it will be almost five years that I started with Flutter. So I've been doing Flutter apps ever since then. And I was doing mainly coding, being part of smaller or bigger apps during the agency time. And recently I was also part of the team that made this amazing desktop application called Superlist. If you haven't seen it, it was on IO. It was one of the greatest challenges that I have ever had. I think you had Matt here, right? Matt Carroll for the super editor. We have Matt Carroll. We also have, I don't remember if the episode's out yet, but of course when this episode comes out, we also had Superlist team on here also to talk about their app. Awesome. Great, great. Yeah, I mean, they're all great engineers, great folks. And yeah, recently I made a switch around my career path and changed into the developer advocacy. The reason is I love community. I have been part of the Flutter community since I started with Flutter and Always, I was always creating the content, being part of the meetups and like talking about how people can improve their skills. And it felt like a right fit to move into this lane and help folks about Flutter. And here I am right now advocating for Amplify, especially on Flutter. So, so what actually uh, happened, right? They just noticed you were... So they asked you to, to try out Amplify, is that what you said? And then they you really enjoyed your experience? I mean, for me, one of the things that took my attention was the career path and the opportunities that you can have with Amplify because Amazon showed, like, Amplify, sorry, AWS showed a 
interest in Flutter and they were once a bit more loud, then it went a bit vague after a point. Then they realized that actually the Flutter is getting bigger and bigger. And now uh, they were hiring for a developer advocate to hear from the community. And I saw the job advertisement and I was like, okay, I can do this properly because I've been part of the community for a while. I used Amplify. I know what uh, we can do to improve it and made it more integrated with the community. So my story mainly is about seeing the potential of the Amplify and how we can amplify it to its own potential and like reach to more folks in the community. Yeah, but it seems like the space for these kind of mm, platforms is getting more and more crowded every day, no? Yeah, definitely. I think it's amazing though. Right now, if you have good set of tools, that means that you will have better developer experience and this is all the platforms are trying to do. Right now, what everyone is trying to pull in is like, okay, let me be the best version of myself and be a part of the community and actually help them out to create their own app. And this is what everyone is trying to achieve, which is, I think, great because it's like, when you think about it, you have several ways of doing mobile applications, right? From no code to any other technology like Flutter, native applications, React Native, and so on. And all of these together made each other better as time goes by. And I think every other alternative out there, they're great technologies and everyone has their own strength. And I'm sure all together, they will make each other better. And this is what I rely on as well. Now, when did actually Amplify come out? I mean, that's pretty recent, no? Because I think they're probably the youngest out there compared to the others. Yeah, I mean, it depends on which one, but... So in the Flutter scene, they are quite new. Uh, they, they had an earlier version before that was working on top of the Flutter Android and Flutter iOS ones. Sorry, uh, Amplify Android and Amplify iOS ones. And it was out there to show the interest in the Flutter, but right now they're actually putting the real interest in it. Right, right now, uh, the team is, for example, doing a full rewrite on our own libraries on Dart and try to grasp the full appearance of Flutter by supporting all five platforms that is out there. And Amplify technology is not that new because it was one of the first, uh, so it was one of the projects that have been developed with JavaScript back then with some folks from the AWS as a try on thing and they saw that it is actually quite good. So the main, product that uses Amplify is actually the web technologies. But as they saw the potential of it, they expanded the opportunities to the native development and cross-platform development with React Native and Flutter itself. So right now what they do is they simply try to grasp the real cross-platform experience by trying to get away from the underlying native dependencies and create everything from scratch with that because one of the things about Amplify as a technology is that it actually relies on the dependent technologies that makes AWS special. Like if you want to have file storage, you are actually taking advantage of S3 buckets rather than simply uh, creating your own ecosystem to actually hold the data. So knowing these dependencies, the engineers in the team are just creating the dart bridges between these 
special technologies and actually making it available for everyone with level of abstractions in a way that helping you to make your life easier, which is something really amazing. The, for example, the, one of the first versions that has been rewritten is the authentication part. And so I'm just jumping into talking about Amplify in detail, if that's all right with you. And so right now, like Amplify has several technologies under its wings, but some technologies are depending on the other platforms. So that is why some are in progress, some are not implemented yet, and some are ready. With Flutter, the ready ones are the authentication, the REST API, graphic a Corel API data store, which is the real time update, updating data mechanism with uh, out of the box offline support and storage and analytics are already supported with uh, Flutter out of the box. The authentication one is taking advantage of Amazon Cognito and creating you user pools to give you a chance to have multi-factor authentications, verification systems with SMS, emails, or direct login flows with social accounts or custom implemented login systems. So this one, for example, has been rewritten in Dart and you can see it in our open source project over GitHub because another advantage of like Amplify is it's an open source project like Flutter itself. So it comes hand in hand together. And if you go and check out GitHub, you can see that what people are working on, what issues that they are tackling and what they are already triaged and actually making it available for you. And yeah, like in the, uh, in the following weeks, just stay tuned for more news about this rewriting mechanisms and more platforms, but overall, yeah, like for mobile apps, it is already supported for a longer time period by the team. Yeah. Um, do you actually know like the complete list of all the different services that are provided as uh, either as part that you can work with in Amplify, right? So you went over uh, authentication. I'm guessing that must be using Cognito, right? Exactly. And storage, as I said, is used in S3 and data store is using, for example, AppSync and some other, uh, one of them. I think API is using lambdas behind the scenes. So if you want to use any other AWS technology, you can use those integrated with your Amplify information because you can get the configuration files for your Amplify settings and pull them in into your system. So it does help you with, for example, you have a good system written uh, out there using all the AWS services, but you want to have an authentication service. You can just pull in Amplify in it and actually integrate it with your ongoing AWS project. So this way you can just plug it in and plug it out. This is the main objective that it, the engineering team is achieving with these libraries. All of these technologies are plug in and plug out to any other AWS technologies in the meantime. So it should be quite helpful for you to put it into your ongoing project. Yeah. So um, now I have a good question now. Is when I'm using these different services as part of Amplify, like say I want to add in a database, I mean, I'm looking at the AppSync right now and it says it integrates with both Amazon DynamoDB or Amazon Aura. These are different types of databases, right? If I remember correctly, Aura is more of a relational database as opposed to 
a DynamoDB, which is, I think, more document-based, right? Yeah, exactly. So do I get to choose which kind of database I want to use, or is it just defaulting to a specific one, or I can only use a specific type of database? If I remember correctly, it should be only DynamoDB. So it should be only relational part. But I let's, I will pull in the I'm still new flag here, and so I might be missing something. But if I remember correctly, it should be only DynamoDB, yes. Okay, so when I start using AWS Amplify, I get basically a bunch of choices already created for me. I don't need to worry about which database I should use or etc. right? It just basically starts pulling in the pieces that you need. Exactly, exactly. For example, you don't even have to choose one of the API types for you. Like you don't have to say that, okay, I'm stuck with REST API or something. You can have selective... Uh, selective mechanisms with GraphQL, you can set up your own paths with REST API and you can actually uh, create the data flow that you want to receive directly out of the box with Amplify itself. All of these are already documented and ready to use for mobile applications and in the following weeks and months, it will be available for all platforms. So right now, what platforms can I actually use? If I want to start using AWS Amplify today, you know, was it July 4th? Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of platforms can I expect use out of the box? And then do you have a, a target timeline where I can get the rest of the platforms in? I mean, right now it's only iOS and Android out of the box working as of today. But the team is working on a like really the team is working on really hard on a tight schedule to make everything available as soon as possible. We can't give any estimated timelines, but as I said, just stay tuned. The team is already working on really great stuff. And we will, like, one of the things that we are working on is, like, also trying to make us better is that be more open, be more available for the folks if they want to follow up what we are doing and when it is going to be available for them. So we will be more open about this stuff. But right now, they just need to wait a couple of weeks and months to have everything for all platforms. But if for mobile, it's already there, ready to use. A lot of customers are using it in their production applications. Now, AWS Amplify, right? I mean, I don't know about what, what you feel, but for me, when I use AWS, I just want to pull my hair out because it's so complicated, right? If I'm using Amplify, is the process much more smooth? I mean, because I never played with it before. So would I just create an Amazon account and then say AWS Amplify and then the options are very limited because things are already chosen? Or is it really a complicated process, right? Like I'm a brand new beginner to this kind of stuff. And I can imagine the market that you're going for, I mean, Firebase is very well known for like out of the box. You can start doing stuff out of the box right away. Can I expect a similar experience when I'm using Amplify where I could just start going pretty quickly? Yeah, one thing that we really, really care about is the developer experience. We are trying to do our best to make everything more smooth for them and make it easy for them. So the actual AWS implementations are obviously more complicated because of all the tools that and gadgets that you have. You need to pick the right one and so on. But with Amplify, everything, like I think the most complicated part is creating your AWS account. The rest is quite straightforward because Amplify is giving you several tools for your choice to actually move forward. If you want, you can use Amplify CLI, which is a like command line tool that you can have on your computer and create everything there. But if you're a more visual person, there's 
something called Emptify Studio, which is a website to help you out, for example, create your uh, databases and actually have connections between your models and just deploy everything with a single tap. So it is totally up to you. The processes uh, have been designed in a way that just give you a chance to make everything easy and ready for you. Even initializing a project is like you write Amplify in it and it already configures it for you according to your computer and project and gives you a chance to, okay, this is the default one that I have given you. And if you're not happy, you can also do uh, what you want. So that is also an option as well. Overall, it is easy, but you also have a chance to have more complicated approach if you really, really want to. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I was just taking a look at the AWS Amplify Studio. It seems pretty straightforward. Like you said, they, they claim you can do it within a few minutes. I mean, do you think it's really a few minutes or are you guys making some bold claims? I mean, for backend operations and everything, it is a few minutes. You can actually have your project up and running in a few minutes in, for example, Flutter with your backend operations. The code generation and everything is in progress, still in progress. It is available for React right now, but for Flutter, you can have your backend operations, authentication uh, operations and so on decided over there and pull in the code with a simple call to your application. And in addition to this, we also have several helper UI tools to help you out with some flows like authentication. We have a library called Authenticator and this Authenticator library gives you a sign up flow, sign in flow for regular sign in or like custom sign in, social sign in, whatever you need. So the aim is simply giving you several options and easy integration so you can move forward easily with your project and this boilerplate part, so to say, can be dealt with Amplify and you can focus on what really matters and make your app more successful. And this is what we are trying and aiming for. So you go to Amplify Studio, you just put your data types and classes and you just pull in. It is already defined as GraphQL, so it comes to your computer. You can generate the models for those. You don't need to be afraid of GraphQL or something. If you know GraphQL, that's perfect for you. But at the real end, you can also have one-to-many, many-to-many relations with uh, with nested objects and everything inside your Amplify Studio and just take this information and pull it into your application. So that is also something that Amplify Studio promises for Flutter users. Now, a very good question, right? You and I are both developers for a long time. Yeah. For AWS, at least for me, it's always scary because you really don't know actually how much money you're gonna be spending every month. You have a, you have the calculator, it's very complicated. I went to the pricing for AWS Amplify and they're only talking about hosting. They're not talking about the whole framework, right? If I'm just using Amplify as a backend, I really have no idea how much this kind of thing is gonna cost, right? Is it gonna be similar costing to say the other uh, competitors such as like Firebase? I mean, the idea is to put it into a competitive price set and everyone can use it, right? The pricing is not there because the Amplify tools are actually getting the getting their power from the underlying technologies that we talked about earlier, like uh, DynamoDB, for example, or like the AppSync and so on. Like 
these technologies have different pricing and these pricing are the ones that is making the decision about your application. It's like all the other alternatives, it has a free tier, for example, but it also have the, if I remember correctly, it should also have a calculator. I will send you a link so we can share it with the folks out there if they want to check it out as well to give you a rough estimation about your pricing. But like one thing is for sure though, AWS is always known with its um, com competitive pricing. So uh, people shouldn't be afraid of paying thousands of bucks with five users. That's, <laughs> that's not the case. So just think about it as any other alternative. It, there's a pricing limit for sure but you just need to make the decision for your uh, users and make the calculation for yourself. Okay. Now, uh, as we talked about before, there's actually more than one way to get started, right? Yeah. How do you recommend people to get started if I want to just have a try with my Flutter application? I would just, like, first of all, I would just go to the documentation of the AWS Simplify and there's a getting started guide. I would first start with that to get your hands dirty and see how it feels. If you are looking for an advice on how, which tool to start with, if it's Amplify Studio or Amplify CLI, I would recommend CLI. CLI is extremely powerful and easy to use. Normally, I like I love my job, but I'm not a high-tech geek person like uses Vim and so on and so forth. But Amplify CLI feels so easy for me that I can simply use it without getting confused or without losing any of my information or data. And... Yeah, if you're looking to edit your ongoing project, just go to the Getting Started Guide and see how you roll with it. And if you want to simply try out one of the libraries, go to the libraries section in the documentation and try any other technology that you want to use. For example, if you want to use the authentication, just go to the authentication one. It already has a Getting Started inside it as well. Click on that, go through the documentation see how it feels also we are still uh, we are also working on our documentation to make it better make it proper for everyone out there all the feedback is welcomed like you can reach out to me you can reach out to the other folks over github create by creating an issue and give a feedback because yeah what we try to do here is give you a bet the best possible option to move forward with your applications by being the as a feeling being the best for you so if you don't feel it just share it with us and we will see how we can improve ourselves so you're saying the best way we can we can if we do have some feedback we can definitely just tweet at you and give you the feedback directly or is there a place that we should be putting all this i mean you can create github issues so one thing to uh, mention here is that i think it is really important but because of the excitement i forgot about it uh, the Amplify project is an open source pro open source project. It is on GitHub. I mentioned it briefly before, but you can just go to the Amplify Flutter or Amplify Docs projects. And if it's about Docs, go to the Docs project and create a GitHub issue like you do with other projects. And we have a really, really great response time. Everyone in the team is super responsive about any comments that you make and try to help you out. So. First thing I would recommend is going there and creating a GitHub issue. And if you want to have a personal touch, you can always send a DM to me over Twitter with your GitHub issue and I will try to get back to you as soon as possible. 
We also have Discord channel for Amplify and helping other folks over there. So I will share the link with you, Ellen, as well, so we can share it with the folks. So they can join Discord and ask their questions over there as well. So maybe it, maybe they don't have a feedback, but they have an actual question and they can just write it on Discord. And we have our team members there and DAs like myself to help you out. So you can join there as well. So GitHub is sure, Discord and my DMs are always open <laughs> are the answers of how you can reach out to me for feedback and yeah, questions. It seems pretty, pretty, pretty smooth. I mean, is there, do you know if there's any plans to add more features to amplify more things? Because AWS, it seems like, remember the old days of iOS, there's an app for that. It seems like there's a service for that in Amazon. It drives me a little bit nuts sometimes. Yeah. I mean, the, so obviously the plan right now is to make the current libraries available for all platforms, right? So the ongoing projects that folks have can support all the platforms that they want to support. In the future, there are some missing really important features that we are going to be working on and these will be added to the Flutter side as well. So first we will do the work around the engineering and how we can move forward with the other platforms that we want to support, then we will see which technologies or which libraries that Amplify is proposing to have on other platforms and how we can pull that in by supporting all the possible platforms as well. Now, is there a plan to rewrite all the JavaScript libraries in Dart just to make life easier for you guys? Or you don't know about this part since Dart can be compiled to JavaScript? I mean, the... so. Each team have their own competence areas, right? Like we cannot just strip out JavaScript part. This is a really important part of the Amplify libraries and technologies. For the Flutter side, people are doing, like the engineers are doing the implementations in fully in Dart. They are working on some interesting technologies that they will announce and talk about in the next months. Uh, but they are working on compatibilities with JS and native sites to make your life easier. And also actually they pull in the full power of Dart into the library so people can actually feel like it is a Dart and Flutter library. So the idea is not just supporting desktop and web and mobile, but also we want to keep everything pure Dart so people can pull in a CLI that they have written in Dart and use some, for example, authentication verification systems in it as well. It is the idea. The idea is simply just making everything Dart and making it available for every project that Dart uses. Yeah, and I've seen you guys have GraphQL API and also a REST API. I mean, if I'm working with Flutter, I don't have to worry about which one, right? Because I can have that library that just does everything for me. Exactly. You can. So CLA is smart enough to ask you questions about what you want and how you want to proceed. And once you make a decision, you don't have to feel like, oh, okay, I'm doomed. I picked REST, but I, I tried it and I didn't like it. I want to try GraphQL. You can say this and you can update the API and actually have your GraphQL set up later on as well. So. The CLI is, as I said, a strong tool to help you out to make your life easier, not just in the beginning, but also during the project as well. And all of these decisions 
is only the part that is up to you is like, okay, do you like GraphQL or do you want like do you want to try GraphQL or do you want to go with REST? This is the only question that you need the answer. All the setting up and everything will be done over either CLI or as I said, either on Amplify Studio. It is totally up to you. One thing to mention about Amplify Studio, by the way, is Amplify Studio is a quite fresh project as well. It has been there like it had gone to release like quite recently. So a lot of folks are using it out there and it is doing what it's supposed to do, but it will also improve along the way too. So just follow it up, see what it works. If something doesn't work one more time, just check out the issues. If you don't see the issues over there, come and create an issue or just put a thumbs up to the issue. So people can triage it faster. Now, one thing I see missing in Flutter section is PubSub. Is there plans to add some kind of PubSub mechanism to Amplify? I mean, everything is on the roadmap. So we will see in the future and when it lands. Because PubSub is also quite an interesting uh, approach of like how, how you deal with data, but yeah. This this section will uh, will be yeah implemented later on, or like it, at least like decided later on when should it arrive and how should it arrive. But so like right now there will be higher higher importance features that needs to be implemented. Yeah. Now if I set up my project with Amplify, am I already able to? Uh, actually work with it outside of Amplify too, because this is all hosted on AWS, right? Or is it very much locked down that I can never touch that outside of Amplify for like my data storage and things like that? I mean, you can, like each section, if you go, for example, to the data store documentation, you can see that custom AWS something, custom AWS configuration, for example, or custom AWS scripts. So you started with Amplify, you, you have your own data and everything. And then you're like, okay, I will now have my own team to take care of my AWS systems. And what I would like to do is first keep my data and even migrate my data into my own, my new system. So you can do it with Amplify. So if you start with Amplify, you are not stuck, but actually you can move yourself into, into your new cloud approach as well. So that's not a problem. You have your configuration documentation as well, and you can also do the vice versa. You can have your data also integrated into Amplify as well with your configuration file too. So once you create an Amplify project, it gives, not gives, but generates you several different files. So all of these options are available to pull in later on. So you will see a huge Amplify folder with configuration files, some schema for GraphQL, some backend uh, information and so on. All of these are there for you to actually help you out to move your data if you need to. Okay, so it sounds like a very big positive about Amplify is that you can start with Amplify. And then like you said, if you find that maybe you outgrow it or no longer suits you, you can basically start to maybe slowly to remove away from it. You have to move everything away. And also you're on Amazon. So that's already the biggest hosting company in the world that I can think of. So it's very easy for you to start to migrate away from that without losing data integrity, things like that. Yeah, 
That is correct. And I think AWS is more and more investing into AI machine learning too, right? So then now you can actually, you can probably hook up your, your database and you can start using these machine learning things that AWS has also, no? Yeah, also some, I mean, not Flutter, but other AWS libraries, they also support the machine learning components as well. It supports, for example, transcripting, like you have the video and, you know, these captioning mechanisms that when you talk, it shows this transcripts below this is one of the components that is already supported with the amplify on for example web so overall amplify is designed to support every aws technology or aws service out there to help you out with your project like one one thing to keep in mind is not everything is directly available but the idea is to make it available for everyone so just Keep in mind, some of them are more new approaches. Some of them are like the first decisions and first approaches. So some libraries for platforms like web, like React are more developed than, for example, Flutter, because the main idea of the library was to make it for web and React itself. So just stay tuned for more news and more capabilities, but overall, we already have enough capabilities in Amplify's belt to actually make a project for you and like move forward with it like any other alternative out there. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about the analytics that Amplify has? Because it seems like they really push that a lot. And obviously, uh, Google with Firebase, they have their Google Analytics, which, I mean, everybody knows Google Analytics, but I'm not too familiar with uh, AWS Analytics. Can you talk a little bit about that, like what it has, what it doesn't have? Yeah, um, so it also uses an underlying technology called Amazon Pinpoint. This Amazon Pinpoint is a wide technology that is helping you out with, if I remember correctly, for example, even push notifications because the idea is having a bi-directional uh, messaging flow to actually keep it, uh, keep out the information out uh, for your applications. And this Pinpoint project is keeping custom events or any other events that you would like to have uh, with a console of its own. Uh, you can do any analytics thing that you would like to do. So it is highly capable. It's totally up to your use case, what you want to achieve. But all the basics and more, like the intermediate level analytics, you can achieve it with the analytics tool that Amplify comes with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. There's too many services in AWS. I cannot keep up. <laughs> Tell me about it. Just imagine you're a newbie and you're reading something and you're like, oh my God, like, oh, okay, this is new. Oh, okay. This is another thing. And so <laughs> like everything. So I started in the beginning of June and every day for me is like, oh, okay, this is another service and this is another technology. It's like, uh, Swiss army knives, right? All of a sudden you have a knife, then you have a scissor and <laughs> you have a fork. Like all of these are in the same place and it is usable for any possible scenarios that you need. And it is, it is kind of cool though, like seeing these all together in an abstraction layer that people can use easier. Okay, this is pretty cool. Uh, now with, um, now the big question, right? People have been asking this question about Firebase. <clears throat> now the next question is asking about Amplify. Will I actually be able to write functions with Dart anytime soon? I mean, 
to be honest. So let's put it this way, since it is about me, I can see it. So I'm working on uh, an implementation on these stuff. So hopefully uh, in the following weeks or month, we will see how it goes that you can try this out. But AWS Lambda had Dart runtime support for a long, long time period. And right now we are seeing the full potential of the full stack Dart and we want to do something really impressive about it. We already talked about this stuff in the next week at, sorry, last week at uh, Twitter space as well, that we want to focus on full stack Dart and we want to make it available for everyone if they want to work on backend, if they want to work, uh, work on cloud uh, approaches, they should be able to do it with Dart and AWS as well. The, as I said, the Lambda, was already supporting Dart runtime, but an actual example, an actual implementation is TBD. <laughs> we, we, we want to definitely make it more open and available for everyone to try it out. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know too many people who are actually supporting Dart so long time ago. Just recently people started looking at it. So you, are you saying that, that the support for Dart, that support for Dart is still there right now, right? Yeah, let, let me tr find the link to send you out. So you can see that I sent it on the chat. We can share it with the folks later on as well, that the runtime support for Dart in AWS Lambda came in February 25th, 2020. So the excitement uh, for Flutter and Dart was there, but it wasn't, available or it wasn't visible to the folks out there. What we would like to emphasize as a team is that we love community. We love Flutter community. We have been part of the Flutter community for a long time and we want to give them a chance, give them an approach to actually show that they can do anything that they have in their minds with the AWS technologies, with Amplify or like any AWS technology like Lambdas as well. So. That is why we would like to be more open, more uh, available for the others and more integrated with the community and show these news. Because like you said, people don't know that there's a runtime for Dart on Lambda or I will be honest, I made a uh, Twitter poll and I asked about if people knew about AWS Amplify and sadly 60% of the folks said that they have never heard of it. And this is like something that we are trying to break, you know, to make it more visible, more available for the folks so they can see that they have another alternative that is using another set of technologies to help them out. Because one more time, more alternatives means that more tools for the folks to actually write their apps on and have better quality and better integrated apps because all of these features all of these companies make each other better with their own approach. I think people usually think about more competition means more innovation, right? Exactly. Like, is, uh, I mean, now, now when people see more competition, they will ask the same. Imagine that there are two competitive companies, like company X and company Y. If one of the companies support feature one, they will go to the other company and say, okay, you don't support feature one, you should do it as well. And the other company will support it as well. So more competition will simply bring everyone 
level everyone's level more up so the winners will be the developers at the end of the day for sure yeah i can i can definitely see that um hmm. yeah this is quite interesting I, i'm i'm kind of curious about the um the function level support for dart right is that using dart as javascript or is that just using dart as compiled language do you know i didn't read the whole article yet i mean to be honest i don't remember but if i remember correctly it is using dart uh, let me check it really quickly yeah I, let's not give any wrong answers so i will say i don't remember <laughs> yeah because i can imagine that the uh the um Obviously, compiled Dart into a binary should be much, much faster than running as JavaScript, I would think. This is my guess and my, let's say, subconscious giving me as an answer. So this is not an official answer. But what I remember is that this is actually like the purpose of Dart runtime is to make it available as Dart, uh, so to say, executable, you know what I mean? And make it like in the binary format and make it available to run the uh run the like lambda functions so my subconscious my memory says that it is on pure dart but as i said this is not an official answer just check out the document i will check out the document later on as well and have a better answer for sure yeah that's pretty cool yeah for some reason that is starting to ring a bell about the dart support but i mean i looked at if i read about this this must have been Wow, many years ago, way before Flutter yeah. was a thing, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, to, like it, it was more than two years ago, and it was like right before COVID as well. So probably people had more things to <laughs> think about than AW, uh, Lambda support for that runtime. So there's a high chance that people won't be remembering remembering this because it's like 25th of February, basically. It's like when world started to catch on fire right <laughs> yeah like we don't we don't talk about anything <laughs> that long time ago yeah exactly <laughs> wow this is this is pretty cool i mean i never i, I like that um i like that you guys have the ability that we can switch to something maybe we've outgrown amplify or it doesn't quite fit what we want but aws still does that so we can actually just start slowly changing i think that's that's huge. That's a pretty big plus in my book because it's hard to put anything online without AWS. Even all of the big hosting companies out there, like um, like uh, what's the name um, Heroku, right? I think they run on Amazon. A lot of these kind of companies that do like managed hosting run on Amazon for the most part. Like Fly.io runs on Amazon also for some other stuff. So it's really cool that you can switch over and you're gonna get. Amazon underneath the hood. Yeah, I mean, one thing to uh, men like mention one more time is that the Amplify libraries have been developed on top of the ongoing technologies, right? Like, this is the thing. Like, they didn't reinvent the wheel to make Amplify available. The Amplify was set on top of the AWS technologies that is already working quite good and quite stable. So that is why this thing became more uh, became more eligible to the folks out there. So that is a definitely a good engineering decision in my books as well. <laughs> well I do remember like 
a few many years ago you maybe you remember too amazon i think was not known to be stable it's like every christmas it would go down yeah <laughs> netflix would go down because they had amazon but i think things have been much better for the last five ten years or something like that but uh just when you said stable about amazon i'm like wait a minute i remember there was a time when it was always unstable <laughs> yeah i mean uh, the cloud com the cloud computing itself is kind of a tricky situation right uh we even right now, nothing is 100% up. This is for sure. Like one day X cloud technology goes down and you can't see your emails. The another day Y technology goes down and you can't even do some, I don't know, shopping. <laughs> so, so definitely up times are really important. Recently, everybody got way, way better. But I remember the traditional times that, oh, okay, this will be down anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, definitely things got better. Yeah, definitely things are, are better. And then now, like you said, it's more and more these kind of services out there. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, every time I see one of these kind of services, I always say I want to give it, give it a try. But sadly, I haven't had a project come up where I can start trying these things out. Um, is, there, is there anything else that you think that we should really know about Amplify before we start to sign off? I mean, one thing to keep in mind is that I would recommend everyone listener out there to have an open mind you know just try it out see how it works you will not be paying something randomly because when we talk about aws people have some i don't know maybe ptsd or something that they paid something without knowing back in the days but just have an open mind just go to the Amplify, check out Amplify console every once in a while. You will see zero with your like uh, yeah, with your prototyping and everything. Just check out, try everything out. We are doing our best to make everything available for you. If you see something missing, reach out. Do not just say, okay, this is nonsense, but actually reach out to anyone in the team. I'm always available for any feedback that you have and just come back to us because this is what we're trying to do to make your life better as a developer and as a customer at the end of the day. We do have one question uh, from the audience that I managed to go ahead and answer for you, uh, but we'll make it very clear, right? His question was, do you have a drop-in replacement for Firebase? And I think they're talking about the data store, if I understand correctly. Yeah, data store is the real-time uh, mechanism for document approach Firebase. like we talked about yeah yeah so it's called data store uh i want to make it very clear data store is actually the combination of app sync with dynamo db exactly and with the power of graphql as well coming with that too yeah and that's so graphql rest that depends on how you want to configure your app sync i feel like maybe i could be <laughs> i could be part of your team now i'm starting to start repping it i mean uh if I remember correctly, for a data store, for real-time updates, you are expected to use GraphQL, though. Like, you you will not be able to do the REST, like, because you don't do the classic socket communication with the REST. I mean, okay, I don't want to be too technical, but let's put it this way. Like, with the REST, you just fire and get the feedback, like, get the information that you need. And the subscription mechanisms work differently, right? And with the, like... With the data store approach, which is working with AppSync and DynamoDB, you will have your GraphQL working as documents and delivered to you directly with uh, real-time updates. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, that makes sense. So they're relying upon subscriptions and GraphQL in order to get updates. Exactly, exactly, exactly. My only pain with GraphQL is like subscriptions for some weird reason are not defined very clear compared to like mutations and queries. I'm not too sure why. So like so many people have different ways of doing doing subscriptions, which makes me feel a little bit annoyed. I mean, one thing that the GraphQL approach that Amplify has is actually like trying to pull in into the more surface, definitely in the more underlying level when you have your uh, defining moment, it's more complicated for sure. But with with a limited set of tools, not everything is working. So if you have something more complex, you will be writing your query with GraphQL for sure. But overall, you can have simple stuff like get bigger than this or equals to this kind of things by using Amplify itself. Because it, as I said, it generates some code for you, right? And you import those code and actually make it available for your users. So with your Dart knowledge, you can have some basics, basic operations. Seems like everybody wants to start asking questions now. We have a couple of more questions. Uh, this one I think I can also answer, but verify with you. Um, somebody, uh, Melon, I believe how you pronounce it, M-E-L-O-E-N, asks, does it also support Flutter Web and Desktop? Currently, Firebase doesn't work with Desktop. I think we talked about this, right? It basically only supports iOS and Android for Flutter for now, right? Exactly. I mean... I can definitely say that we have work happening right now. In the following weeks and months, we will make several announcements, but I can't give any exact date or time about this stuff. If you want to use it now, you will have on the iOS and Android for this moment as of 4th of July, 2022, <laughs> 50 is, uh, 15 CET, just to be clear as much as possible. <laughs> All right, and Sebastian is asking, is it possible to use data store for offline first applications and optionally sync the data, e.g. for paid users later? I mean, you can. Like the data store comes with a default support for offline support and default support for offline. But I mean, if I remember correctly, it should be on documentation as well, but you should be able to stop the offline support if you don't want to. But the conflict resolution and every other possible offline support approach, you already select those stuff over your command line application while setting up data store. So it should be it should be it should be available to disable it. Yeah, but yeah, I I will I will get Sebastian. Please write me a message over Twitter so I can get back to you with a like actual answer for that. You have to check your guru, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, the docu check. <laughs> yeah. This is too many features. Yeah, definitely. And like, as I said, like, it is also about the fact that it's a matter of using everything with the exact scenarios that people need, right? So what I'm going to do is like after... Sebastian reach out, reaches out to me. I will create a project and try to do what uh, what he was asking about and pull, pull out the libraries, try it out. If it's possible, then I will say that, okay, this, this, and this, this is how you can achieve it or not. That is the main goal, yeah. Yeah, Sebastian replied, thank you. So hopefully he'll reach out to you and we'll, we'll get some support on that. 
yeah hopefully hopefully <laughs> and with that uh is there any other last things you want to say before we we sign off uh no first of all i would like to thank you for like having me here i want to thank chatai for <laughs> suggesting me as well and i'm really happy that i was able to talk about amplify clarify some questions and make it more available for the folks out there so if they are listening to us while walking while running or at the gym or basically on the road when you are sitting in front of your computer just try out amplify see how it feels and yeah, let me or let us know about what works and if something doesn't what not so we can move forward together that's all and your twitter did you give them your twitter i don't think i heard you say that i know like uh, you can reach out to me on my twitter by so should i just spell my handle how how should i do it yeah you can you can spell out your handle or whatever's yeah. the easiest way to to reach you we can add to the notes too yeah okay let's add it to the notes it's like my name it's sally s-a-l-i-h and Güler, which is g-u-e-l-e-r this u-e is the way that doing this u sound that i mentioned earlier so yeah you can reach out to me by sally Güler. yeah i have written it out so you can see it on the notes as well perfect Okay, and with that, thank you so much for talking about Amplifier. Like you said, uh, this is a good chance for both of us to to get our, to get out there, right? We want people to know about Amplify, and we want Amplify to know that we care as uh, potential users what we're looking for, and you guys seem to have quite a lot of it already, so I'm happy to see that. Yeah, thank you very much for making it available. All right, thank you, and uh, maybe we'll have you back again soon once everything's 100% Dart. That would be nice to see. Yeah, it would be cool to have also some engineers as well so they can give more low-level stuff and low-level information to the folks out there so they can learn from their experience too. That would be really cool. Let's let's stay in touch once everything is out so they can also talk about it. It would be really nice. Great. And with that, it's good to see you here. Let's talk again soon. See you.